Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another podcast at Beelance and Tennis. Tonight we have an awesome guest, 2015 University of Illinois graduate, Ross Guillain. Some of Ross's tennis accomplishments include the following. In his junior and high school days, Ross was rated as a blue chip prospect by TennisRecruiting.net. He reaches high as number 13 in national rankings, and he placed second in his high school state tournament in the state of Kansas, both his junior and senior year, losing to somebody that we have all heard of. Ross continued his tennis career at the University of Illinois. Just a, a few of Ross's accomplishments at Illinois. In his junior year, he was the first doubles All-American since 2007. He finished the year ranked sixth nationally in doubles with his partner Tim Kopinski. In his senior year, he was ranked as high as number two nationally in doubles with Tim Kopinski. They were the doubles runners-up in the 2015 ITA National Indoor Championships. And with Tim Kopinski, he won the JSM Challenger in Champaign, garnering his first professional title. Ross, it's great to have you tonight. Thanks for spending some time doing this. Of So, kind of before we, we talk about your journey through tennis, why don't you catch everybody up on, on where you're at right now in uh, location and as far as uh, your new career? Yeah, for sure, no problem. Um, so, at the end of this summer, around mid August, um, I moved back to Los Angeles, California, um, took a job uh, working as an assistant for an agent out here at Creative Artist Agency. Um, the type agent, um, a pretty department um, in as short as I can be. We, we work to build businesses around all the clients of the agency. Um, so it, it's not more than just sports or music or motion picture. Um, it, it really touches into everything. It's a little bit more heavy business background. Is there an area that you're focusing on as far as sports or music? Um, I know. Not necessarily. You know, especially it's pretty new for me, so I'm kind of getting my feet wet and seeing what I like. Um, so I think Got it. So, a little nicer climate out there in this in December than it is where where I am right now. So, I'm it's, sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you're enjoying that. So, let's kind of um. I do this with all the guests on the podcast. Kind of walk us through your tennis career. How you got started? Did your parents play? Um, did they take you to the courts? Did, if you had siblings, did they play? Just kind of walk us through and then give us a. A few highlights in your high school career, and we'll talk a little bit about that, and then as well as uh, in your co- in your collegiate career. Yeah, no problem. Um, I, so I grew up at a, uh, a cross street from a country club that had 16 tennis courts and no golf, so it was uh, sort of just kind of put right in front of me um, without me even asking, and I took a serious liking to it, and uh, as I got better and older and played more and started like it, I, you know, got serious around 10 years old-ish, you know, got a guy coach, I'm working with Eric Grant, um, he was my coach from 10 all the way um, up until I went to college, um, trained under him, and uh, then, uh, yeah, went in, you know, I was in high school, I played at Shawnee State High School, but, um, and then uh, did the whole UFTA junior circuit um, that everyone's familiar with, or most people are familiar with today, and then, um, with the U of I and kind of rest of history. So before we kind of talk about University of Illinois, 
I want to kind of talk about your high school career a little bit because it's kind of interesting. Your junior and senior year, you made it to the finals of your state tennis tournament, and the person you ran up against was not your, uh, what would we like to say, not your average Joe, huh? It's yeah. <laughs> For the listeners, uh, the guy that Ross played, he's currently ranked number eight in the world on the professional tour, and all of you have heard of it. It's, it's Jack Sox. So you ran into competing against someone who was also pretty damn good in your area. So talk a little bit about both those matches. I mean, I know you played them during the year quite a bit, but, but those state final matches, um, I know you did not get double bageled either time, so you did win some games on them. So kind of talk about uh, playing Jack during the uh, junior days. Did you practice at the same club with him? I know you guys are both training around the Overland Park area. And then as far as playing him, I mean, you, we kind of discussed a little bit. It, it's basically similar patterns to what he does on the court right now, right? Huge serve, runs around everything, smacks forehands from, you know, left of the, the doubles alley. Uh, probably hit very few backhands against you. Is that generally how it was? He does have incredible feeling. I think he's got great. I mean, I think he he already won a Grand Slam doubles title. I think he's one of the better doubles players in the world. Um, I think he can do that even more on tour going forward. He does have great, great hands. But did you know, I mean, obviously you were a really accomplished junior player. You were a blue chip prospect. Um, you were recruited, obviously, heavily. When you played against him, did you, obviously you can't project someone's going to be top 10, top 15, but... Were you confident that this guy was going to be top 50? Yeah, it's just, that's something that you just, you can't put your finger on, you know, it's just so hard to say, but um, there's, there's no doubt that, you know, Jack has continued to just elevate his level as he continues to get older, and, you know, I've been able to witness it from, you know, when he was 11, 12 years old, and him and I trained together, so I've seen kind of the whole, the whole path, but, um, you know, it's a hard thing to be able to put your finger on what somebody's going to do. Guys that you'll never think make it, make it, and guys that 
you think are going to be the best in the world and they didn't allow him to so it, that, it's, it's a hard thing to put your finger on, but uh, he's, he's certainly continued to down pretty great trajectory. Yeah, no, that's that's good stuff. I think the list, the listeners will definitely enjoy uh, the discussion and the fact that you did go up against them not not once but but more than a a couple times. So you then continued your career at, at the University of Illinois, and before we kind of talk about that, um, can you talk a little bit about your recruiting process and what what schools were interested in you and what what schools that you were seriously considering? Was there something about, I mean, I've had, I mean, Coach Dancer's first class, Coach Asse, I've had him on the pod, uh, on the podcast. They're both, the whole program's first class, and they're great. Was there something uh, something funny that you can tell us about Coach Dancer, whether it was during the recruiting process or whether you were, when it was, uh, you were playing your four years there? What month was this in? Down to the 
my favorite memories and favorite stories, no, no doubt about it. Trevor King is how we went to it. No, that, that's great, and, and thanks for sharing that, and he's going to like listening to that, too. Um, so sure. you you got a little taste, actually, once you graduated, you got a little taste of, of coaching. You were a grad assistant there for a little bit, and I was kind of interested to hear your perspective. I know you worked with a, with a kid who's, who's going to be playing tennis there in Lucas. Um, what what would be your best advice for juniors now who are kind of interested in playing collegiate tennis when, when they're going through the recruiting process? No doubt. I think, I think my, my probably number one thing is that to make sure that you're being proactive and that you're asking a lot of questions. Um, you know, I, just, I think a lot of kids will sit back and just kind of like listen, 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 and kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's a sales game. You know what I mean? Like the coaches, the coaches are, they're, they're going to say on the school, they're going to tell you all the great things. And, you know, you got you to get out there, you got to ask questions. Cause, you know, uh, push comes to shove. Um, And I hope the listeners take that take that to heart. The players who are in that in in that position, and I always tell them, obviously, listen to what the coach is saying. But like you said, they're going to try to sell you what's best uh, for yourself and their program. I always say, hang out with the actual players on their team and pick their brains. Pick their brains because that's more important, than almost as far as just getting the most realistic picture out of it. So. Yeah, I stress that. I said, hey, you know, you're going to have one-on-one time with the coaches and everything, but you really, really want to know what it's like. Go hang out and just pick pick the brains of the guys on the team. So that's one thing I always stress. So let's do um, – you want to do a little speed round? Uh, I'm going to wait. your show. You're driving. All right, let's do a little speed round here. We'll, we'll kind of uh, make stuff up as we go along here. How about a f- favorite pre-match ritual? Okay, center of the huddle. Best venue you ever played in outside of Champaign? Probably Flushing Meadows. National Indoors twice there. And then I interviewed a skate training camp there once. And then maybe Calumet Zoo close second. Yeah, been to KZU. That's awesome. You have to pick just one. Roger on grass or Rafa on clay? <laughs> True. 
Uh, does Roger or Rafa win a major in 2018? No question. Wow, they both do. Does the guy who beat you in the high school state championships, both your junior and senior year, also known as Jack Sock, win a Grand Slam during his career? Just keep improving his uh, his decision making and keep working on that backhand, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, what else we got? Well, I know you're from the Kansas City area, so let me ask you this, and you know where I went to school, so be careful with this answer. I think I know what the answer is, but I gotta ask it anyway. Jayhawks or Tigers? I gotcha. All right, we'll uh, we'll give you that one. Let me see. We think. All right, that, that's a good for now. That's good for now. We'll we'll stop from there. So, um, that's really all, all we got for tonight. Um, I appreciate you spending some time in doing this. I know Coach Dancer's going to get a kick out of this, and I know a lot of your friends will probably listen to this and, and get a kick out of it. And always, I uh, thank all the guests because it's nice hearing different perspectives, whether it's ex-players, whether it's from coaches, and um, to hear their perspectives and, the, and for the kids who are playing now at the high school level and want to get to the collegiate level, it's really, really beneficial to hear uh, advice from you guys. So I want to thank you for that. And best of luck out in Cali. Best of luck in your new career. And I've, I've said this to you before. You have a ton to offer and a ton to share, so I hope um, I hope you still stay involved in tennis in some way, shape, or form, and I think you will. Means a lot, Dave. Work me more than you know, and I appreciate you thinking of me after your podcast as well. All right, thanks, Ross. We'll talk to you soon. You guys, Dave. Thanks so much. That was Ross. Yeah, great, great guy. Got to know him. Got to know him over the last few years, and represents the University of Illinois so so well. And just a great, great guy. So thank you, Ross, for spending that time with us tonight. And we hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, again, we're going to start up our weekly courtside segments on Facebook as the off season is slowly coming to an end. Um, you also can check out my new website, BeelandsonTennis.com. We'll put all these podcasts there. We'll also have our weekly segments on there as well as some articles. So hope you enjoyed that, and good night.